now. Here's Sean Hannity. All right, day 291. Americans abandoned behind enemy lines. And guess what? It's also day 304 since Joey, your president, promised that he wouldn't abandon Americans in the Islamic uh, Republic of uh, Afghanistan. Anyway, where, by the way, women have now lost their rights and girls can't go to school. Women can't go to work. They're told how to dress. In other words, the new Taliban is just like the old Taliban. Um, We are waiting any minute now. Jurors have reached a verdict in this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Uh, Remember, uh, she wrote this article in the Washington Post, clearly referencing him. I don't think there was any ambiguity, but did not mention him specifically by name. Uh, Johnny Depp's attorneys uh, decided to sue for $50 million. She countersued for $100 million. And, I mean, I, I don't really want to spend a lot of time on this. I'm going to be very honest. I, I listen to the testimony, and you have two crazy people, from what I can see. Uh, there was so much contradictory evidence. I'm not sure. I think it's, it's five men, two women on this jury. All seven have to agree on what the verdict is. In other words, then, then you have this whole issue of, of damages, compensatory damages, for example, uh, which is intended to compensate someone who's been experiencing loss, suffering, or injury. You know, they would say $50 million in compensatory damages, uh, reducing or offsetting the unpleasant, unwelcome effects. In the case of Amber Heard, uh, she said that she, in fact, was defamed by the attorneys of Johnny Depp after they reacted to the article that she wrote in the Washington Post about domestic, being a domestic violence victim. Um, Then you have punitive damages and damages exceeding simple compensatory damages awarded to punish the defendant. And so that's what the jury is in the process of. Apparently they've just been sent back to figure out is it compensatory or punitive. And we'll learn to know. know, Let let me just give you quick examples of why I found this case it's just I know there's a purient interest of people. They want to they want to watch stuff like this. It's sensationalism. It's to me, it's the saddest thing. If a relationship breaks down, which happens a lot in life, relationships break down for whatever reason. And then you add the, the drugs that were involved, according to testimony. And then you add, you know, the things that were said. Look, I, I'm I'm no one to give advice. I I'm not. I don't play doctor on TV. I don't play financial advisor. Um, I thought Dr. Laura was great at giving out relationship advice. I'm not Dr. Laura. I'm not great at giving out advice on these things. But there are a few simple rules when you're in a relationship. I think everyone should follow, be faithful. Um, never use words, guys, that ever begin with A, B, C, D, E, F, and pretty much all throughout the alphabet. And I think you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I'm a little old fashioned. Maybe open the door for somebody. Always pay for when you go out to dinner. I know I'm very old fashioned. I am. I know this is probably, um, what do they call this? Aggressive male, uh, your toxic, toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity. I put we me call in it chivalry in the real world, in the real, world. in the woke world. It's toxic. in the woke world. It's, but you know, opening doors, paying for dinner, you know, being nice, always try to be nice and kind, always be humble and kind. What's that song by Tim McGraw? It's a great song. This is not exactly when you hear Amber Heard admitting, well, I didn't punch you. I just slapped you. Listen. 
I did not punch you. I did not deck you. I'm hitting you. I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are you? How, what am I supposed to do? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't punch you. I was just hitting you. No big deal. Now, I would advise any guy in any situation like that, if that's happening to you, get out as fast as you can. Don't walk. Run to the nearest exit and leave that environment right away. Get the hell out of there. And I'd probably say if the person's acting that way, now maybe you find forgiveness. I mean, Jesus died on the cross to forgive us for our sins. All have fallen short of the glory of God, the Bible tells us, right? The average person sins 70 times 7 a day. That's a lot of sinning by people that want to be better. I think Christians are misunderstood. I think people think, oh, you think you're so holy and perfect. Now, actually, the whole message of Christianity is admitting you're not perfect, admitting you have faults, admitting that you need help, wanting to be better, and the word repentance actually comes from the Latin, which means to change your heart to be better and start being better. Not perfect, but better. I haven't met a perfect person. There's only one perfect person I believe in. No, not Linda Blair. Uh, no, Jesus. That's the only one. So it's, it's, these are simple things. Then you got Johnny Depp and, Depp and all these drugs. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I have like seven rules for my, my kids. I won't go through all of them. Some of them I wouldn't admit that I have on radio, but they're good rules. They're rules that 99% of you would agree with. I just don't have to tell them all on radio. Um, well, n- rule number one is the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself. Number two, never do drugs. There's no good that's ever going to come out of it. And yes, even weed, and I know that really dates me, Oh, Hannity, but it's so common. You're not going to stop it. I still view it as a gateway drug. I don't really care about the people that smoke it. Like, I look at Joe Rogan, I'm like, why the hell are you smoking that crap? Or Elon Musk, why are you smoking that crap? But whatever, that's up to them. I believe in liberty and I believe in freedom. And is it really any different than having a couple of drinks? Probably not all that different. I'm just so anti-drug, period. But that's just me. But, you know, that didn't help him. And then listen to Johnny Depp during the trial, actually reading his own text. This is to his wife. Not very nice. Listen. I'd like to apologize to the court and to the jury for some of the language that I'm going to have to use today. But unfortunately, um, you're going to see a lot of documents with language like this. After you said, let's drown her before we burn her, Mr. Depp, you said, I will her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead. That's what you said. And then this is the same guy on stage that said, when's the last time an actor assassinated a president? He was talking about then-President Donald J. Trump. I don't know what to think. Can you bring Trump here? No! No, just to... uh... No, 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 you've misunderstood completely. Just to give him some love and rehabilitation. I think he needs help. Assassinated the 
clarify, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I lie for a living. When's the last time an actor assassinated a president or Madonna? Uh, I think an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Pretty sick stuff. These, I, I look at this Adam Schiff show and I'm like, who would want to live like this? You know, and, and here we are talking about it because we're awaiting the, the jury verdict in this case. You, you want to talk about it. Go, I'm not spending my whole show talking about this stupid And I thing. don't intend to, but I, I wanted to just say one thing. First of all, I think a lot of our audience does agree with you. But also, if the tape of, I didn't punch you, I just hit you, was Johnny Depp and him saying it to Amber Heard. I didn't punch you, I just hit you. You're fine. Everything's fine. This jury would have a verdict in nanoseconds, but because it's Amber Heard on tape saying it, and listen, I'm not saying he doesn't say disgusting things, he's inappropriate. I'm no fan of Johnny Depp at all, but those are words. She's admitting on tape to hitting him. I just, I, I find the whole thing... Gross, they're gross. You know, it's like all these series, I used to watch, like, binge watch some of these series on, like, Netflix or Hulu or whatever, and... You get sucked in and you start binge watching these things. And, you know, it's like hour after hour. I can't think of the name of one off the top of my head, but it's breaking bad. Dark, dark, dark. I mean, really, I couldn't really, get out of, I did season one. I was like, that's enough. That's I, 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 I need some light in my life. I'll, I'll play Christian anthem songs over this. To I said to lift Anthony, me up. Anthony, and I were talking the other day. We're watching rerun versions of cops. Yeah, it's like, oh, exactly. I can't take it. When you can't watch anything on TV. There, it is. It just you don't realize it at the time. But then you realize, man, this like it just I don't need all that darkness in my life. No, you don't. And Reality the, is the, dark the, enough. By the way, politics is dark. enough. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You work in politics. You don't need to look for it. I don't need to. I just what I see here is so pathetically sad. So tragic, so dark, so so unnecessary, and it's 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 consumed them. It's like they were in their own Netflix series, and you know the every day got darker and darker and darker, and they they didn't have the sense to say enough and walk away from this. Thank God they didn't have kids. Now I yeah exactly. I mean, exactly. Then you're gonna. Then it's a tug of war over the kids, and it sucks. But what I see here, if I was on this jury, now I did not watch the whole trial, so I'm not a person that should even weigh in on this. But from what I did see, and I saw yeah, clips here, there, throughout the day, watch the trial, do the news every day. I, I'd stop and I'd read, and I'd see what happened the day before, whatever, or that day. And all I came up with is, well, if I'm on this jury, what am I thinking? I'm thinking these two people deserve each other and i wouldn't I, I, based on what i heard again this caveat limited i wouldn't give either one of them a penny i wouldn't give them a penny and and i'd say you two deserved each other goodbye get out of the courtroom you wasted enough of our time and then the next thing i probably read is that they're engaged to get married again okay i'm just gonna play devil's advocate for one second and uh, that is by it coming way, in? I think the verdict just walked in the room. Let's by see. the way, for stations along the Sean Hannity Show network, we're likely blowing our first break. Uh, you can do whatever you deem responsible. Let's go to the trial. This was an opportunity to, to get an um, immense amount of press, good or bad. And I don't really That's think sure. going into that she realized she would get this level of bad press. 
Yeah, uh, they're all standing up now. It appears that there's some activity in the courtroom. I'm going to try to sneak in a quick question, and, and forgive me if I jump in and cut you off here, Donna, but um, did they prove that their careers had been adversely impacted by what the other said or wrote in public about them? Well, I think that's a, an important point, and I think the answer is no. I think it was very clear that Johnny Depp was already losing roles and had already had an issue with the role in the, the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So I, I, I don't think that they did. I don't. I don't think either one of them was able to establish that. Interesting. And what about, you know, we're watching Amber Heard here. Is now standing. We've all been, she, she and sort of so we expect the jury to read the verdict. Let's go. Try and we're going to try and pull up a feed of the judge if it's on somewhere else. They're giving commentary, and let's listen in. In civil case number CL 2019-2911, Mr. Depp's claim against Ms. Heard. One, as to the statement appearing in the online op-ed entitled Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. In the Washington Post online edition, quote, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Has Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Heard. Answer, yes. The question, the statement was about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question, the statement was false. Answer, yes. Question, the statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question, the, de the defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Heard. Answer, yes. Question, due to circumstances surrounding the publication of the statement, it conveyed a defamatory impl implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. Two, as to the statement appearing in the op-ed entitled A Transformative Moment for Women in the Washington Post print edition and the online op-ed Amber Heard, I Spoke Up Against Sexual Violence and Faced Our Culture's Wrath, that has to change in the Washington Post online edition. Quote, then two years ago, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse and I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Has Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Heard? Answer, yes. Question, the statement was about Mr. Depp? Answer, yes. Question, the statement was false. Answer, yes. Question, the statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question, the defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Heard. Answer, yes. 
Question. Due to circumstances surrounding the publication of the statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Hurd acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. Three, as to this statement, appearing in the op-ed entitled A Transformative Moment for Women in the Washington Post print edition and the online op-ed, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change in the Washington Post online edition. Quote, I had the rare vantage point of seeing in real time how institutions protect men accused of abuse, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Has Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Hurd? Answer, yes. Question, the statement was about Mr. Depp? Answer, yes. Question, the statement was false? Answer, yes. Question, the statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp? Answer, yes. Question, the defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Hurd? Answer, yes. Question, due to circumstances surrounding the publication of this statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp? Answer, yes. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Hurd acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. As against Amber Heard, we the jury award compensatory damages in the amount of $10 million. As against Amber Heard, we the jury award punitive damages in the amount of $5 million. In civil case number CL 2019-2911, Ms. Hurd's claim against Mr. Depp. One, as to this statement, appearing in the April 8, 2020, online edition of the Daily Mail, quote, Amber Heard and her friends in the media use fake sexual violence allegations as both a sword and shield, depending on their needs. They have selected some of her sexual violence hoax, facts, as the sword, inflict inflicting them on the public and Mr. Depp. Do you find that Ms. Heard has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, no. Two, as to this statement appearing in the April 27, 2020 online edition of the Daily Mail, quote, quite simply, this was an ambush. A hoax. They set Mr. Depp up by calling the cops, but the first attempt did not do the trick. The officers came to the penthouses, thoroughly searched and interviewed, and left after seeing no damage to face or property. So Amber and her friends spilled a little wine and roughed the place up, got their story straight under the direction of a lawyer and publicist, and then placed a second call to 911." End quote. Do you find that Ms. Hurd has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes.
has Ms. Heard proven by a greater weight of the evidence that question, Mr. Waldman, while acting as an agent for Mr. Depp, made or published the statement? Answer, yes. Question, the statement was about Ms. Heard. Answer, yes. Question, the statement was seen by someone other than Ms. Heard. Answer, yes. Question, the statement was false. Answer, yes. Do you find that Ms. Heard has proven by clear and convincing evidence that the statement by Mr. Waldman was made with actual malice? Answer, yes. Three, as to this statement appearing in the April 27, 2020 online edition of the Daily Mail, quote, we've reached the beginning right, of the- stations along the Sean Hannity Show Network. This is, this is a fascinating verdict. Looks like Johnny Depp uh, wins on all counts. We'll continue with the reading. We're going to blow this uh, break for those stations around the country that need to take a break. Feel free to do so. Edition of the Daily Mail, quote, we've reached the beginning of the end of Miss Heard's abuse hoax against Johnny Depp, end quote. Do you find that Miss Heard has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, no. As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award compensatory damages in the amount of $2 million. As against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award punitive damages in the amount of $0. All right. Does either side wish to have the jury polled? Yes, Your Honor. All right. Jamie? Members of the jury, if this is your verdict, please answer yes. If this is not your verdict, please answer no. Juror number six. Yes. Juror number 10. Yes. Juror number 15. Yes. Juror number 16. Yes. Juror, juror number 22. Yes. Juror number 27. Yes. Juror number 29. Yes. Okay. I do find that the jury's verdict is unanimous. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your service in this case. I want to thank you again for your dedication and your hard work during this trial. And I know I speak for everybody here uh, when I appreciate, tell you that we appreciate your sacrifices and your time and your public service in this matter. Okay? So I'm going to have you go back to the jury deliberation room for one more uh, time, and then we'll release you from there. Okay? All right. Thank you. All right. As we continue our coverage, uh, pretty fascinating verdict in, in all of this. Again, I didn't watch every aspect of it. It wasn't definitely uh, something that I was that interested in. It just, to me, I go back to the part of it being sad. Um, but when you go to the very, very questions about this Washington Post uh, article that had been authored by Amber Heard, uh, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath that is, has to change in Washington, the Washington Post online edition. Uh, I spoke out against sexual violence, faced our, our culture's wrath. Um, do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Yes. Has Mr. Depp uh, proven by a greater weight of the evidence in this particular case? Uh, the statement that was published by Ms. Heard, uh, yes. In other words, they agreed with the arguments made by Johnny Depp and his lawyers uh, I did think the lawyers of Johnny Depp, from what I did see in the trial, were absolutely better than the lawyers that Ms. Heard had. Um, the statement that was made or published by Ms. Heard, uh, 
Was it meant to be? Yes. Uh, about Mr. Depp? Yes. Do they believe that somebody, objective person, would believe what, reading this that it was about him? Yes. The question on the statement of defamatory implications about this, they answered yes. In other words, it was a defamatory column against him. Uh, the depth of the defamatory implication was designed and intended. Uh, yes. In other words, that gets to the issue of intent and due to circumstances. Now, anyway, so the jury finds that Amber Heard libel for defamation. They ruled in this Johnny and Johnny Depp's favor in his case against his ex-wife here. And the jury awards Depp $15 million in damages in total. Uh, Depp sued Heard for $50 million, alleging defamation uh, from a 2018 Washington Post article, again, an online op-ed that she wrote, in which she called herself a public figure representing domestic abuse. And though the op-ed doesn't name Depp by name, he claimed, in fact, that it caused him to lose work as a result of all this in Hollywood. And then Heard also countersued for $100 million over statements that Depp's attorney made about the column, about her abuse claims. And Heard and, and Depp met in 2009. They were married uh, from 2015 to 2016, only a year and jurors heard, what, 100-plus hours of evidence over six weeks in this trial, including the uh, actor and, and the actress, both of them testifying. And anyway, so the jury finds uh, Amber Heard liable for defamation. I mean, Linda, you, you, you were the one that was saying all along that that tape that we played earlier, where she admits that she, in fact, put her hands on him, I mean, the problem is that, you know, she was guilty of a lot of the things that she was claiming he was guilty of. And and we're looking at the numbers here. You know, she is basically uh, giving back all the money that she got in the divorce, which was a civil service at their home. They don't have any children. She got seven million tax free. So it's like 14 and a half million pre-tax. They awarded 15 million back to him. So and there's two million. It looks like they gave to her. So we're going through all of this now. But I mean. You know, listen, we had 50 million on one side, 100 million on the other side between Amber and Johnny. And I think at the end of the day, what the jurors heard, and I think they heard it right, is that she was using these allegations to have this uh, civil, you know, uh, suit against him when he really was hurting. He was losing roles. He was being defamed in the public. You know, we were right in the heart of the Me Too movement when there were women who were actual victims and they were speaking out. And then we have her on tape admitting full-throated that she was the one hitting, that she was the one that was going to hold him accountable. And she was working with friends to try to get back at him for things that he had said. And some of them were true and some of them weren't. But, you know, fortunately for him, a lot of them weren't. And I think the jury saw right through her. I mean, I, this certainly let me play that tape again, because I think this was very critical to this. Um, I didn't punch you, but I hit you. I'm not sure if there's a big distinction. I don't think any man should ever raise a hand to a woman. And similarly, I don't think any woman should ever raise a hand to a man. And if you, guys, if you find yourself in a situation that is getting more volatile, you need to get the hell out of there. And I've told this to people in life. When things are really escalating, you must remove yourself and get out of that situation. And if, at least temporarily till things calm down. 
then then you got to take into consideration is this a, a one-off is this a bad day or is this a personality trait if it's a personality trait you probably need to move on especially in a physical case but even you know every time you use those words that begin with a b c d e f and you can keep going you know it's like taking a knife and slicing somebody I think what's really sad here, and this is the thing that I was just saying when we were sitting here, when I looked at Bella and I said, you know, there's a lot of women who are getting hurt every day in their homes and they're victims of domestic abuse and they don't have a voice to cry out. And then you have someone like her who's abusing the system, wasting taxpayer dollars, you know, um, and it's just, it's really disheartening. They did award her $2 million in compensatory damages, 15 million to him. We've got $17 million, you know, and quite frankly, at the end of the day, as 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 much of a distraction that this was to watch, there are still people who, who can't pay their mortgage, feed their kids, or get baby formula, you know, across the country while Joe Biden is still trying to figure out what day it is. So, you know, it's okay to talk about it for a hot second, and we are, because um, it's one of those sensational trials that kind of reminds me when we were waiting for the verdict, you know, in some of the other big trials, whether it was Michael Jackson or O.J. Simpson, when we were watching these things. And this is similar to this, but I think she's wrong. You know, she talked a lot of trash, and she got caught. I, it, it raises a whole specter of questions, though, especially in light of I believe. Remember, I believe, I believe, I oh, believe. the Me Too movement. Right? Okay. So we go back to the case of Justice Kavanaugh. In the case of Justice Kavanaugh, I mean, you had testimony that was, and Republicans handled this the right way. For once, they did something right. <laughs> I mean, they, never, rare, ne- never underestimate moment. the Republican Party's ability to screw, screw up an up. issue. Okay, so these allegations are made, sensational allegations against Justice Kavanaugh. And watching that man, I don't think that man will ever be the same when he broke down. Or his daughters watching it. His daughters having to watch this. But the allegation came in. Remember, the one particular allegation, not the professor, uh, that had come in and said, oh, basically every other weekend while in high school, uh, there'd be a group of guys, they would spike the punch, and that they would line up in the hall and take turns on a girl that was unconscious and have sex with that, with that girl who's not aware of what's going on. So if it happened every other weekend, I kept saying to myself, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me that it happened every other weekend and nobody told the mom, nobody told the dad, nobody told the confidant, nobody told anybody. It seems out of the realm of possibility again every other weekend this happened not one off then it became well they started adjusting the testimony and it became well um i never he never gave me uh, a drink but he was near the punch bowl um he wasn't standing in line but he was hanging out uh upstairs uh near the bedroom what do you always say where do i go to get my good name back? where do you go to get your good name back? This is why we have held so closely on this program to the don't rush to judgment principle. You know, people are innocent until proven guilty. The presumption of innocence. This is why that matters so deeply. It comes up again and again and again. I'm not questioning. We'll get into this later in the program. I'm not questioning the Sussman jury. I'm questioning the judge and him allowing a jury pool with people that I don't believe should have been in there. Because if you donate to Hillary Clinton, she's at the heart of the case. If you have a somebody in the jury pool that plays that has a child that plays sports on the same team as the defendant, that person doesn't belong in the jury pool. And as far as a D.C. court, you know, I don't think you're ever going to get a fair trial if you're a conservative or a Republican. It's it's sad. It's not equal justice. It's not equal applications. 
There, there are so many different questions here. Now, so she got two million, he got fifteen, it's a wash thirteen million, but on the case, on the merits, on the details, a hundred hours worth of testimony. I don't have a hundred hours in my life for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. But I will tell you, people were but, talking about this everywhere. 100%. And I and I really do think a big part of it was people are so desperate for distraction because everything is so dark and so terrible. And it's like, well, let's watch somebody else's lives fall apart because okay, I but, can't handle mine. But this is, this is pretty dark. I mean, this, no, but this that's is what I'm dark it's as like, a relationship. Right, it's like when people stand there and they watch a car crash when you're in traffic because everybody's watching the car crash. You can't turn right. away. And, I, and really, it's the presumption of guilt now because you have to prove you're innocent. It's out of control. It's out of control. And I will tell you, I mean... The, those tapes, when I heard them, I'm like, oh. But, Sean, here's the and, problem. And by the way, I'm reading the text messages. I'm like, dark and ugly and mean. But and this is the problem e with just today. evil. Everybody's taping everybody. Everybody's reading everybody's text messages. You're a victim of this, you know? By the way, Fortunately just, for you, like you're just day. as boring in real life when yeah. it comes to all the things that you say. You know, I'm a, I'm a Boy Scout. This is what I believe. I'm I mean, not a Boy Scout. You are. You're a very good person. And so the things you say in your monologue are the exact same things that you were well, texting. Well, that's my favorite, com uh, my favorite commentary. Oh, is, Mother Jones. Well, Always. No, my favorite commentary was when, what, 1,200 text messages, yes. me and Manafort came out. Yes. And by the way, what, forget about that idea that I should have privacy and that should be redacted and they should respect my privacy. I'm not a party to the case. But no, they just release them as a matter of course. Um, and I'm fine with it. But, I don't think you should be fine with but it. I think it's horrible. Oh, I'm, well, I, what, what choice do I have? No, you don't have a choice. I have no That's choice. So I, I, so now I can't go on social media. I don't even have access to it. Now I can't. I don't have an email. Now I have friends that think I've become the biggest snob because I can't talk to people. Mm -hmm. And it just sucks because, yeah. you know, I have to be lawyered up every second of every, every minute second. of every hour of every day. And I'm, I'm really, if anything, I've become a better person because I've embraced more God in my life. But that's that's separate and apart. There are lessons here for everybody else. As far as these two Hollywood actors, I really don't give a flying rip about either one of them. But there are lessons we can we can absorb from this and things to learn not to do. You know what? Stay away from the drugs because that sounds as dark as anything I've ever heard. You know, people that out of their mind and doing all of these crazy drugs. But that's not different for that that field. But but all right, it's not different. But I'm just saying what I, what I can you. glean from sure. The other thing I gleaned from this is, you know what? You're going to get a lot further in life if you are patient and kind and don't use those words. If you get to the point you don't like that person that much, say, you know what? I just don't like you anymore. I'm leaving. That's it. It's, it's far better than letting it get to this point where real, I mean, there's a real threat of violence okay, here. Okay, but... My devil's advocate is when you're very angry at someone and going through a divorce and they're saying horrible things about you, it is very hard to be level headed. You know, you and I are actually very similar in the sense that when we're angry at people, we go very quiet. But there are people. I do. I get quiet. I get very quiet. If I'm quiet, you should be very afraid. You should be very afraid. But by the way, when you're not quiet, I'm afraid. So, <laughs> well, there's no winning. There's no winning with you. <laughs> but I oh my think. Gosh, poor the, Liam. Oh, listen, forget about it. He's, he's, he's got the life well, Liam, Liam, Liam gets away with murder. That's the funny thing. No, he's He a gets good away kid. with murder, except that, you know, you've deprived this kid. You still have not given him a happy meal. It turns out he got one. He was on a play date, and, he got him, and he's very excited Wait, about it. play the breaking news sounder. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. He was breaking news <laughs> Wait a minute. And what did he say? He, uh, let me guess. Like, 
Uh, he loved it. Wait, he says to me, he goes, oh, mom, those fries are the best, right? So Thank wait, you. So I wait, told you. I, I told you. I said you. to him, I was like, oh, yeah, you think so? He's like, yeah, yeah. I said, okay, wait about an hour. So an hour later, he goes, man, my stomach hurts. I'm like, uh-huh. That's because of those nasty fries that have been okay. in Greece for days. Bologna. I'm not no, buying this. He got a stomachache. You probably poisoned him on yeah, purpose. Right, exactly. So he'd never want another happy meal. I gave meal. him a vegetable. I ruined <laughs> yeah, it all. Exactly. I ruined it. That would poison you. Oh, my God. But no, these people, they're just volatile. They can't. They're so used to, first of all, people write the words for them, so they don't have to think for themselves. And then when they're having a conversation, they forget what they're not supposed to say out loud. Like, that's an inside thought. Don't say that to somebody. If you're married to somebody, it's hard. Walk out of the room, leave, put your hands behind your back, and get away from the situation. So somebody that I know in life um, that I really liked a lot, I like a lot. And anyway, met a, a really nice girl. And they had a blowout, you know, battle. And we were, I, I took him to lunch. I know this story. And I said, tell me about exactly what you said and all the words that you should never say. Mm-hmm. He went through it. I said, and you really like this girl. Yeah, I like her a lot. I don't, you know. And I said, and you really want her to be your girlfriend. You want, this is serious for you. I said, yeah. I said, okay, let me tell you what's not going to happen. She's never going to be your girlfriend for very long. Uh, and she chose you because you're a nice person. Every time you use those words mm-hmm. that begin with those letters, mm-hmm. and, and I've told other people in my life too, young men are stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what? They don't mature. Girls are way more mature than, than men, mm-hmm. especially until their brain's fully formed, which is at 25. And or course, 35. It depends. It, it, it may you take, it takes some a little longer. It does. I, I, I will fully acknowledge that. But that's on both sides. Women too. No, I think I think women are more mature at a younger age than men are. In my opinion, that's mm-hmm. been my experience. It's it's just my observation. But but if you look at it biologically, if I'm following the science, men's brains don't fully form out until they're 25 on average. And I just like, well, let me tell you one sure way you will never get her back is if you use those words anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to make a commitment in your heart that those words will never be used under any circumstances, and I don't care what happened. Mm -hmm. You never use it. Because when you do, you're basically taking a knife, and you're cutting that person, and you're scarring that person, Mm -hmm. and those words never go away. Nope. And, you know, when I was younger, I said things to people I really regret. I can say that from experience. I learned, you know, over the course of my life. It's not something that I learned. I wish somebody taught me that, a young person. And the person from that day forward, this is years and years ago, never did it mm-hmm. again. Not one time. He said, never forgot that advice. Yeah. And then I talked about the little things, mm-hmm. you know, and this is what men can control. Forget about what women can control. You know, you know, women, you know, you, you, I try and tell young guys, I'm like, people have thoughts. They have emotions. They have feelings. Uh, you may have, quote, your needs. Fine. But. You better treat that person with the respect and dignity that every human being deserves. And if you don't, maybe the best thing in your life is about to walk out on you. Because mm-hmm. and, and what I say to women is a little bit different. I say, never trust a guy, ever. Um, that's, well, that's what I tell my daughter. I was going to say, that sounds like very specific that's advice a, for yeah. one specific woman. <laughs> yeah. But I also say, know your worth. Know your value. Know what you bring to the table. Know what you offer. And just kind of the basics, Mm -hmm. but people don't have the basics. In the case of my friend, he didn't have a father growing up. He didn't have an older brother growing up. 
he kind of, everything he learned, he was trying to figure out on his own. And nobody, nobody took the time to pull him aside and say, stupid, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't act like this. Mm-hmm. You cannot act like this and have a successful relationship. And I don't care if it's with a girl. I don't care if it's in business. Whatever you do in life, yep. how you treat them matters. Yep. And what I hear and what I saw in this trial just is everything wrong that both of them can do. Now, in the case of why the jury came to this verdict, I didn't watch enough of it to give the real educated opinion. I will say that tape, I didn't punch you. I only hit you, you big, you know, like you big baby. I'm like, no, you're not allowed to raise a hand to anybody. I mean, in this day and age. You know, here I do mixed martial arts, and I'm the first person. What have I said? I've gotten in situations where I'm like, please, and I'm walking backwards with my hands in a very, very defensive posture, meaning hands up. I'm like, don't make me hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. And I'll even walk backwards very fast, keep my eyes on them. And if I, have to, if I can turn around and run and I think I can beat them, I'd run away. And yet I have this ability and training of 10 years, an hour and a half a day, five days a week. I know how to handle myself. But I'd rather run away, even if it's on video. Look at Hannity running away like a big baby. You know why? Because I, I have no desire to ever hurt another person. You know why I don't speed anymore? I don't have any desire to ever hurt another person. You know what? I regret when I was younger, I used to speed. I try not to speed anymore. You know, we didn't talk a lot about Nancy Pelosi's husband getting oh, a DUI. God. You know what? I'm not piling on the guy. The dope needs to learn something. That he's a multi, multi-millionaire. It's called Uber or Uber, what do they call it? Black service where you get the big one. Yeah. And, you know, and other driving companies that are out there. Let somebody else drive you home. Uh, well, I drove there myself. Go back the next day and get your car. You, there's no reason to drive drunk. Honestly, I think full circle, I think it comes down to in this place, in the, in the society that we live in, we could use a lot more please and thank yous and I'm sorry's and your welcomes and nice jobs. You know, it's a very, very, very selfish society. And it's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. It really is.